Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're welcome along to the pre-Donegal International Rally event for 2023, being hosted by Ron Hill Rallying, and we know it's all in aid of a very good cause, the Letterkenny Community Child Care Centre, who are currently experiencing uh, problems with MICA, and uh, are now on a, a stage and a plan where they need to raise some funds to try and move forward uh, in the future for the, the 100 plus children that are there, and the massive waiting list that they also uh, have as well. But Ronan will be able to tell us more. That's Ronan Holford, team manager of Ron Hill Rally. And uh, owner of Ron Hill, he'll be telling us a wee bit more about the good cause tonight um, that we were raising money for today. We did, of course, have a fantastic few hours outside. We had a great crowd who joined us in the sun. I did say earlier in a pre-event video that the rain would stay away, and thankfully it, it did, and everybody seemed to have a good time. And we really appreciate those who give up their time to bring the rally cars uh, here today outside, uh, the likes of uh, Kevin Bradley, uh, John O'Donnell, Mark has his escort out there. There's a, a few more uh, cars that, that joined us too, uh, the likes of Gary Cooney. And we also had one of the most historic rally cars ever in the history of the Donegal International Rally. And that, of course, was the Subaru S12B, which was driven by our three-time winner, the King of the Hills, Manus Kelly and Donald Barrett, and that car was here today. So we thank Donna Kelly for uh, letting us have the car for a few hours, and as always, it brought huge attention when it came through um, the gates here at St. Eunan's GA Club and made its way over to the corner. But we had a great afternoon. The kids were happy. There was a lot of parents happy as well, and we uh, started the day very brightly indeed. But at this stage of the evening, we're going to try and not keep it too serious and bore you. We've got the, uh, the discussion and the pre a rally event. We all know, of course, what Donegal means to everybody in this room. We all know that no matter what, it's the best rally in Ireland, it's the best rally in Europe, and for many, it's the, the best rally in the world as well. And we've got a number of very talented people in the room to tell us what makes Donegal so special and how they are going to go about uh, tackling this year's event. Uh, we've got the likes of Callum Devine, who's seen as one of the hot favourites, former winner Gary Jennings and Rory Kennedy. Uh, Gary's won it twice, Rory's won it four times. James Cullen is here, uh, a man of great knowledge and experience in Donegal, two-time winner. And we've got Eugene Donnelly, who's uh, made the trek in to join us as well. Three-time winner Eugene Donnelly back in 04, 05 and 08 is also going to tell us about his experiences uh, in Donegal. And also, um, his disliking to an R5 rally car which will be hotly debated later on. John O'Donnell's going to join the panel as well. They are all to come, but the first man up, he's literally off a plane, and he's arrived here today. He's come the whole way from Scotland. He's a two-time winner of the National Rally, and that is David Bogie. So, David, if you'd like to come up top here and join us. Always good to have David. David, just reach for one of those mics there on the table. We seem very far away, don't we? <laughs> I think it's all to do with the advertising, you see. Uh, listen, congratulations to you and the wife, first of all. I know you're having a bit of quality time, so uh, the best of luck over the next couple of months. But uh, before that, you're going to be sitting in a rally car next week. You're here quite early, so you are. So you're, you're, you're planning a big assault in Donegal, are you? Yeah, I guess so. It's, uh, it's the same every year. Um, but No, it's, it's, it's nice to come across a little bit um, earlier. Um, for us, it's... You know, it's as much a holiday as a, as a rally. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're really looking forward to it this year. We're, we're going to hopefully get in a, a, a good pace. Um, and, yeah, as I say, looking forward to the challenge. You've, you've got the Escort, which has been rebuilt. New engine. Every bit that's new, so it is for Donegal. So, obviously, you have a big plan. Yeah, well, it's, it's actually a new car. Um, a, a new Escort that we used on the, the Tour of the Sperrins and, and, and the Jim Clark. So, unfortunately, in both events, we, we had problems. But... No, we're, we're, we're quietly hopeful now that the, the car is sorted and uh, it'll perform well uh, next weekend. What is it that has such a love affair with you, a man from Scotland across the water that has to come here every year to take part in, in, in Donegal? Because obviously the locals love it, but there's a lot of men away from Donegal love it as well. Yeah, it's, it's the highlight of the year, without doubt. You know, I first came across the rally to spectate in 2007 when Sebastian Loeb was doing the rally. And, and ever since then, you know, I've... I've loved the rally, and uh, you know it's it's always on the calendar. So, fantastic event, made to feel very very welcome here. You know, not just me, my family, and and everybody that comes with us. It's a fantastic welcome, and I think, you know, that's one of the things that really makes it stand out. What about the stages? What's your favourite in Donegal? What what do you like to take on the most? What are you looking forward to the most? 
it's it's so difficult to pick a, a favourite because you know all the stages offer something. But I think you know High Glen's probably my favourite. You know, it's been a stage in the past where we've had good pace. So yeah, I think High Glen would be the one for me. And obviously, there's a lot of contention and boys that can win this two-wheel drive category. There's now knowing you won the the class when it was the national on on two occasions. Is this escort of yours good enough to beat the likes of the? couple of men ahead of you that's, that's seated in the road ahead of you. Obviously, I'm talking about the Darien of Kevin Gallagher and the, the Twin Cam Corolla of, Ke of Kevin Eves. Yeah, I think the car certainly is. Whether the driver is or not, I don't know. But, uh, you know, these guys are on a serious, serious pace now. So, you know, I think maybe towards the end of the rally, if we can be there or thereabouts, we, we'd be very happy. But, you know, to begin with, it's, it's certainly going to be a big challenge on the Friday. Yeah. And stages that not everybody knows. So it's, was it more of a level playing field, isn't it, on Friday compared to other years? Yeah, I suppose it is. You know, it's it's nice to see new stages. It's a level playing field, but you know, at the same time, the other stages, you know, suit me as well. I've done the rally a lot of times now, and, and probably know them as well as, as the local guys. So, yeah, looking forward to the, the Donegal Town stages. It adds a new challenge. Was it always an escort? You don't know. I'm just trying to think back in my head here. You, you've you've won on the escort. What else? Did yeah, you the six R four. Yeah, that's the right. The metro. So, yeah, I think the problem with the six R four was reliability, and you know, we had to make a change to an escort, and you know, we've never looked back. And uh, what else have you been doing with yourself this year, rallying-wise? Because you took the Escort to Donegal, but you have been in other cars, so you have... Uh, no, this year has been in, in the Escort. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always found myself jumping between four-wheel drive cars and, and the Escort, which is quite difficult to adapt. So this year I wanted to stay in the Escort more and, you know, really, really enjoying my rallying. And uh, as I say, especially coming to Ireland, you know, it's, it's a, a nice challenge and, uh, yeah, really enjoying it. Just finally then, what would it mean to you to take on these local boys and beat them again? I don't know. It's, uh, it, <laughs> no it's, pressure. Uh, huh? Yeah, huh? it's, it's going to be a, a, a tall order, that one. But, uh, you know, as I say, it's a credit to these guys at the front of the National. Serious, serious pace. So, yeah, as I say, if we can be there or there, there, there about at the end of the rally, I'd be happy. Okay, well, we'll be delighted to see you at the finish ramp on the Sunday. Thanks for joining us. And enjoy your week here in Donegal. You brought the sun with you again this week. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks enough. for having us. Give a round of applause Thank for you. David Bogey. Always one of our uh, welcome visitors. To Donegal, two-time winner of the National, looking to win the two-wheel drive category this year as well. Uh, before we talk to the likes of, who do we have next? Gary Jennings and Callum Devine. We're going to stick the two boys together. We're going to just ask Ronan to come up and grab one of the microphones. And he'll just remind us all here in attendance today that Ron Hill Rallying has put this pre-Donegal event together for Letterkenny Community Child Care. The centre has Micah, uh, Ronan's own uh, daughter, is at the, the child care centre. So, Ronan, why was it so important to you to put um, this event together and have the child care centre involved? Well, I suppose it, it, like there's two, there two aspects to it, really. You know, um, you look at the Donegal Rally and you look what the amount of people that it brings in and, you know, the great razzmatazz it gives to, to the town. And uh, I, f I felt really that, you know... It, it didn't take the family side, you know, there, was, there wasn't a, a family angle for it. I think it's a fantastic event. And uh, to bring the whole family, like they were downstairs today, was fa fantastic, you know, the joy in their faces, seeing the rally cars, meeting the rally drivers, you know, great opportunity for children at a very, very early start to see the benefit and the joy of the Donegal Rally, you know, bring it to a wider community. Um, of course, uh, my own daughter Lottie is at the Letterkenny community crash and um, a number of weeks ago they had a meeting and they informed us all that basically the the, the, the crash was going to have to find a, a, a new location and that they needed some some major funding for it and I, I thought to myself there's a brilliant opportunity to do so, to do some good you know bring bring rally into uh, to, to new faces and uh, use it as a vehicle of good you know and you could see the reception that you got today, that everybody was very much getting behind that, Ronan. Uh, you're not a man for sitting behind the wheel, but you seem to enjoy this role as team manager. You um, certainly went and full on this year, innit? Uh, I, I, um, <laughs> those who can drive, those who can't sponsor. <laughs> well, listen, well done on a brilliant event today, Ronan. And uh, we're not finished for tonight, so good job. <laughs> Thanks, Oshin. There you go, Ronan Hull for today. Team manager of Ron Hill Ryan. Okay, up next we're going to call two of the contenders for this year, Callum Devine 
And also Mr. Gary Jennings. Where is that, guys, if you want to join me up top? There'll be a bit of shadow boxing going on between these two. Gary, of course, uh, two-time winner in 2012 and in 2015. Neil Doherty and Rory Kennedy were his uh, navigators on both those occasions. And Callum Devine is looking to win this for a very first time. Uh, Gary, we'll go to you first. The press launch was last week. Are you still as confident now, what, just under a week out from the start that you're going to be in the mix in this event come next Sunday? Yeah, I don't see why not, Oshin. Um It's going to be a tough event. I think the new stages on Friday are fantastic. And uh, it's going to leave a very um, a very new aspect to the rally, going to three completely new stages. And uh, Callum, on Friday, as we said to, to David, it could be very much a level playing field for all the guys at, at the head of the field, given that it's a new route. Yes, Rally Ireland, there was some bits in it in the harvest maybe uh, a couple of years ago. But how important is it if you're going to lay down a marker on day one? Uh, it's going to be very important, to be fair. Um, yeah, new stages on the Friday, which is, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a probably a welcome to you. Obviously, it's new for everybody. I don't know. Adam, did you do it? No? Uh, about 25 years ago. Yeah. Oh, you sorry. were selling nappies and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. So no, it'll be, it'll be nice. Like um, I haven't been over the stages yet, so I'll see you this week. But no, here. What do you mean over them? I seen you come up the road yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> You're not yeah. going to get away with much here no, with this man beside you. Oh, right. Definitely. Not. I've been taking him long to start. He says to me, he's building houses in the snow, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wish you well. But listen, it didn't go that well for you last year, Donegal. Uh, you'll be glad to know Garton's not part of it this year. There was a bail got in your road. So, Callum, a bit of a learning experience in Donegal for you last year. So you'll, you'll be taking that into this year. What's the approach going to be for, for you? And, of course, your, your navigator, Nolan, you're on the, the, the R5 that's very much capable of winning here. Yeah, I think the first approach anyway is get up to speed as quick as possible. Because, um, as I say, the guys, there's plenty of guys who's not be hanging about. And... At the pace of thinking, I should at the minute, you can't really afford to give anybody 10 seconds if you're trying to get into it, you know. So, yeah, get up the pace and get a comfortable pace and then, um, yeah, see where we are after the first day, anyway. Yeah. And is, uh, is there any pressure on you, is there? Normally, when you've got one on the door, like Josh Moffat's going to be, there's a wee bit of pressure added to it, but the shackles off for you, there's no pressure at all with you heading into this one, is there? Uh, not really, to be fair. Well, Josh won the last rally, so right. the pressure's on him, and yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it is. But what about somebody like Matt Edwards that's in the lineup? Yeah, I would say Matt, Matt, Matt's going to be the, the boy to be uh, right at the front, to be honest. Um, he's a bit of experience, obviously, in the polo. Um, and, yeah, he's a top-class driver, to be fair. So, three-time British champion, he's nothing to be sniffed at. So Definitely not. Um, but, uh, a professional driver. and You're going to have this man uh, not too far behind you, do you think? Aye, I'd say. Yeah. Aye. Gary. Gets up and at it, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Not be far away. Gary, what about the car, your own car? Um, you've got the hang of it. You obviously changed it recently, so you did uh, this year. Um, are you a bit more comfortable in it now? Yeah, without a doubt. Because you won the tourist bearings, so you did. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I think we just got the car sorted maybe the day before the tourist bearings and went well. And yeah, we're going well in Calvin as well. Just unfortunate with the puncture in the last days, but yeah, it's like everything. You know, it's a, a new pony and it just takes a bit of time to get used to it. But yeah, technology is a, a fantastic thing, and it's the car is six years younger than me the last car so yeah it does make a difference and the car can be competitive uh, I can't see why not yeah. I think um, from Bo's doing a fantastic job in the world championship so I think this week we got a suspension there from the Jim Clark which he won so mm. we'll have to test that this week and we have a couple of different engine maps so yeah hey it's I wouldn't fault the car. maybe yeah. maybe age might be a thing now with these young boys but we'll see what happens but experience maybe Gary, you have it over them, them young boys. You're a two-time winner. You know how to, to manage the three days. Yeah, I think it's it's strange when you come to rally, I guess, because we uh, we done Friday stages this morning, and we, it was great to, to uh, make the new notes, and then we went back on to the other stages. It was just quite boring, to tell you the truth, because we've done it for so many years. There's nothing changed except an odd stone's gone into the ditch. So, yeah, the new stages definitely make it... Um, so it needed a wee injection, did it? Without a doubt. I think it's fantastic. Uh, I think even looking where service is going to be on Friday, I think that's a fantastic place to have service back on the roads where uh, where where I used to watch whenever I was a young person watching to close the main road and have it as a ser service area would be would be fantastic. Gary was probably rallying in Donegal, Callum, and you were running around. There's only a wee young cub following. Obviously, it was in, in the family with dad. Uh, what's your earliest memories of Donegal? When did you decide to go right? Donegal's the place for me to be. 
well, I always grew up hey, watching the likes of Gary and stuff um, from the Dutchess. Hey, and yeah, it's always a rally. We always, always wanted to come down and watch for every I mean, anyway. And then, yeah, um, it was the first rally I actually ever did. Was the juniors back in 2011? So I did so first first rally, and yeah, it was what an experience it was. So. Yeah, we kind of say 2011. 2000 no, you've, done, you've done a few now at this stage, though. Yeah, we done 2011. Then we took a wee bit of a break in a couple of years, and then we went back at it again at juniors again, and then uh, yeah, couple. Yeah. couple How important is it for motorsport and particularly Donegal to have a junior category? I think it is. You know, it's um, it's it's, it's a big challenge to do three days for juniors. Um, you know, just to get everything built up for it. You know, so yeah, it is very important, and I think it's a good for them to you know for me anybody to get up to speed and learn notes and stuff going after three days and you're not you're trying to learn notes in a car and everything it's going to be quite challenging you know so yeah it's, it's quite important what are you looking forward to then next weekend what's the stage that's that's going to stand out for you the one that you look forward to most um i probably like knuckle and stuff uh, i like to get over them them stages and atlantic drive as well so yeah look if we get it that far now we'll be they're all good stages to be fair plenty to offer all of them so yeah. enjoy the whole thing what's the big one for you gary I think they're all big stages. I think Freddie's going to be very, very important. And I think, yeah, we were we were down there in 09 in Raleigh, Ireland. And um, I think back then, Seamus, uh, Callum's father, was my main sponsor. So it's great to be able to see these young talent comes on now, like we've watched them from my baby. And did you say, when do you do the juniors? 2011. 2011. That was the year before you won it for the first time. Uh, that's right. And remember you'd, wor you'd won Group N before that, did you? Yeah, I think I had, ah. yeah. But then Seamus had to sponsor the juniors to get Callum and Anthony because they... No experience. <laughs> 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 ah, listen, hey, it was money well spent, wasn't it, Callum? Huh? That was, uh, huh? that's a long time ago, right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, but listen, I think there's no doubt in saying that if any of these two men standing up here was to be uh, on the winner's podium on, on Sunday, it would be a very much warm and welcome victory in Donegal, wouldn't you all agree? Yep. Yeah. So listen, gentlemen, good to see you, and we thank you for coming up, and... Uh, Giving us your time today, obviously outside here with the kids and stuff and cars and different things, and we wish you every success next weekend. We'll see you back at the finish ramp on the Sunday. All right, thanks, man. Give him a round of applause. Cheers, thank you. Gary Jennings and Callum Devine. Okay, we're going to move swiftly along. We'll get Gary's navigator up here, uh, Rory Kennedy. Come on ahead, Rory, if you want to make your way up. And James Cullen is also here as well. Rory is a four-time winner of the event. The last time was with Gary in 2015. And James Cullen, as we know, a two-time winner of the Donegal International. Uh, James is a former clerk of the course. I've seen a photograph you, of you, James. And a Sierra, was it? On Facebook this fantastic week? Fantastic Sierra, yeah. Out yeah. Of, uh, what year was that? And the days when you could get a self-drive car and come and do the Donegal <laughs> The clerk of the course car was sideways in the hairpin. Oh, that's a rumour. Huh? It's on a photograph, it's rather a rumour. What year was it? You done Clark of the Course, you were competing in the... 82 and 83, yeah. someone else right. was. And you were competing before that too, <coughs> weren't you? I started out to be in... Uh, I was kind of wonder why you put the two of us together here. To do with oh, you began, you I started together, didn't I you? I thought it was to do with the hairstyles here. Yeah. The colours. <laughs> no, they used to have a very, very long history, so you have... I started in 79, there was much grey hair then, right now, so... Yeah. That was a big adventure then. Like just to do the Donegal Rally was just something else. It's like the point I made to Calm about how important it is for the juniors. That's them starting out on their rallying career and when they come to do Donegal. And you guys were sort of pioneers who you were back in the, back in the 70s, but it was just as important to you. You were starting out in your rallying career. Well, I wasn't just junior at the time now, but I had to get Rory out of college to do one of the rallies one time, I think. So I had to get down to the principal or the, was it? Right. Father Rafferty was out. Get a, grab the mic get a release to go to, the do their, to go and do their alley. So yeah. That's a while back now. Yeah. You started out with him then, Rory. That's for it all. Does he, does he take the credit for a lot of the stuff, does he? Uh, well, we, we definitely started out yeah. together back in 79 was the first year we did the rally. And um, we weren't very old back then. We're a bit long on the tooth now. But, you know, it's hard to believe even if we started out together as two young cubs. Callum chatted about, you know, the junior category, you know, which is entry level for rallying. And uh, it's a progressive sport, so you progress on from there. Back in our day, we just started out, and all we knew was to go flat out. And fair play to James, he had a fantastic talent, which everybody uh, could see throughout the years. He went on to win the rally twice and run the rally two years as well, and won quite a few other rallies along the way. So it's a remarkable story, really. Fantastic memories, uh, James. And 
obviously we had Vincent Boner and we had uh, Seamus McGettigan won in the event and then the, the county was crying out for a, for another Donegal winner and along came uh, James Cullen. There was a, a fantastic atmosphere obviously in the, in the in the county at that time when, when you won it and we had Rory of course uh, and along with Bertie as well but it was so important to the people of Donegal that their men were able to win this event. And even you could take it right up to with Manus, obviously, in recent years. No, I think it's all part of, the, of a big sporting occasion when you have somebody local that's a player on it, that's a possible winner. Uh, Donegal's always had the international stars, which made it what it is from day one. And then they have people locally who could compete against that international level, sort of help, help the event grow. Like, can you go back to the early days? Just something you said about Rory uh, taking credit for all the things he has learned. Um, there's another bad takes credit for that. Just brings memory to mind as the late James McDade. <laughs> as someone said, uh, he was p- he was the man responsible for all of Ray's success. He taught him everything he knew. Uh, I was mentioned Donegal Wonners. I can't leave out Declan Boyle and Brian Boyle as well, so I don't want to leave any, anybody out of the Donegal Wonners. And obviously Donald was sitting with, with Manus too. Well, uh, the first year that yeah. Vincent and Seamus won it, like I was COC, so... Yeah, like it was. Uh, that was fantastic. The rally had gone to Bondorn. Uh, it was a bit of a down, but we pulled the rally back together again. Uh, we got it on a financial footing. Avery uh, Shell came on board. Came back to Letter Kenny. The atmosphere was fantastic. It was a great event to run for. It was like easy to do when everybody wanted it. And then to crown it off, we had a local, with a local runner yeah. for the first time, which was like. And the town stage, the Letter Kenny stage was. And amazing. the Letter Kenny stage, fantastic. Like that's fantastic memories. Like you yeah. think on what. We have to go through nowadays to run rallies. Yeah, and um, even Remelton as well. Time you were in the pink car, Remelton. With Remelton, yeah. used to run Bonkrana, but run Letterkenny. Like we, uh, the guards reckon that year with eighty thousand people in Letterkenny. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Like you couldn't do it nowadays, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you know, in the day we got away with it. Fantastic yeah. memories. So, yeah, Rory, can you get a fifth Donegal one? Is it within your reach this year? Can you be? Can you be back there at the top? Well, uh, I ask myself that question every morning I wake up, but I feel um, we've uh, taken a big step forward this season on account of Gary got a new car, a very capable car, and a very good team that runs the car. But to win the rally, hey, to win uh, the in fact, to win any rally, so many things that have to come together and have to happen right from the very start to the very end. And if you look at the different things, like obviously the car, the team, the driver, the co-driver, the tyres, the decision-making and all of that, like... But the problem is, I've seen there's half a dozen or ten other boys the same. Yeah. <laughs> Look at it the same way, and really, normally the winner of any rally is the driver who loses the least amount of time. So we'll be focusing on that, and um, you know, I feel we're, we're I feel Gary's still very capable of winning. I feel me, him, and me and him as a team are capable of winning. So you know, to answer your question, yes, I think yeah. we are. But we have a lot of other boys that think the same, so we have a lot to deal with. Like. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a huge connection with the the Memorial Cup named after your dad for for the winners, the Jim Kenny Memorial Cup, uh, which obviously is a huge connection with you when you won it, which makes it even more special for you. You won the rally and you left the cup that's named named after your dad. I know, speaking to you before the last time you won it, you thought that maybe your chance had gone. Well, that's true. Okay. I mean, yeah, it was. Um, uh, the, the trophy for winning the rally is, yeah. is the Jim Candy Memorial Trophy. It was introduced, I think, in 2005, and there's been some very illustrious winners of this very prestigious trophy through the years, and it's something I'm very proud of, obviously. And uh, I thought my time had passed to win the rally that we never would have got lifting that cup, but thanks to Gary, and I'm obviously eternally grateful, grateful to him uh, for giving me that opportunity that we can come back mm-hmm. in one. And personally speaking, it's a very poignant moment, obviously, for me and my family, so... No, no, delighted to do it, and would love to do it again. Yeah, uh, James, do you still get the itch? Do you? I mean, you we were talking, Mister Chippy, one day, so we were about having the itch of still getting in the rally because you loved your run out in the in the historics last year on the Sunday down at Rossavena. I think that was fantastic. Like, and thanks to Donna for putting all that together for everybody. Uh, it's great to come back and just do an event. You actually go and do a rally without pressure, without e- expectations, and to enjoy. All the good things is in rallying, and uh, like I think if someone should be thought about, maybe we could look to do in the future again. Yeah. It was great to see Coleman and Corley, all, all those cars from that era that I grew up with, and they were my heroes, and they're the guys I went out to watch. And to see the, those cars actually in action on a stage, uh, I think it's something we should maybe look at to see 
can we do oh, that demonstration run thing? Um, somewhere to put the old boys there with the grey hair at the back of the field. That's news about been racing Donegal along. What's the longest stage in the Donegal Rally, Rory? Nogal, is it? I think it's Nogal now, 20 k's. I think the maximum they can run them classic stages uh, now are 20 k's. But even now for for the Donegal International now, there was a time in Donegal when there was 30 plus k's in stages, isn't that correct? Way back in the day. Oh, there was for Uh, sure. I remember in particular um, the Loch S stage in Donegal Town, the time James and I did it. 21 miles. 21 miles back in Uh, in the early days, and that was all without notes as well. eh? Yeah, all without notes. And when you think that the Circuit of Ireland was such a big event, and it was run for, what, five or six days, and that's back to two. I suppose it's testament to everybody involved in Donegal that it's we've been able. It's actually back to one. <laughs> ah, it's back to one. Now. Sorry, it's back to one. Yeah, it's testament to everybody in Donegal that we've been able to keep this to a three-day rally because it's the only one left, and it's been the only one for a very long time. It's still a unique challenge, like to ha- to have that. And uh, organisers now rallying has changed a lot as well. Obviously, you have to suit the ca- current cars. You have to suit lots of other regulations and things like that. So it definitely is uh, a credit to everybody to put on. Uh, the stages that they've done uh, with maybe the handicaps that they're imposed upon them by the governing body where sometimes you would wonder what, what it's all about and why they're there but they're the people who make the decision so if it's in the roadbook, a better goes and does a rally and he, he or she goes as hard as they possibly can and, and, and nothing has changed like it's still the best rally to one uh, fantastic rally to one and it's great stages and Looks like a great weekend. So. Yeah. How do you manage this heat, Rory? Because <coughs> well, in the old days, you used to be down the window. I don't think there was even helmets at one stage, so there wasn't. And the, the belts were all different, and you were able to get a wee bit more air flowing through a car. It's not the case now. Uh, thankfully, we've moved on a wee bit from uh, that, and safety standards are much more well, much more advanced now. Yeah. Lucky, you, you just have to try and cope, actually, and you get yourself in a good fit uh, condition before the event, and you know you condition yourself to these sort of things, and then you just... Hydrate yourself and, and uh, keep topping up the fuel. You're fatter now than you ever were. Is that what you're telling me, Roy? Huh? <laughs> right. Uh, favourite car that you competed in in Donegal, James? You've had a couple of them. I have a few of them, so yeah. it's hard to, very, very difficult to pick one. Uh, obviously, your very first car was a big thing. Uh, but when you think back, the best car, the ionic car of Irish Rallying is a PDA Escort. Yeah. And you go out and listen to an historic one yet, and it's still, still fantastic. Great. Great to listen to, great to see. Yeah. I think probably when it all boils down to it, it's the escort. Mm. And then possibly uh, the Subaru, the 5551 Impreza. Yeah. Did everything it said in the tin. Beautiful car. Yeah. And you had a fantastic navigator who's no longer with us, and, and Ellen Morgan as well. She was a, a vital part in your career, James. Yeah, and, and sadly, like, um, when you look at some of the old photographs we did there recently, there are lots of or fellow competitors and colleagues and people got gone, like, you know, but um, no, I was lucky enough to have someone that, of that calibre. Uh, like, it started off fairly good, so I had to keep the standard off, up. Yeah. Rory, um, James, sorry, favourite stage, I'll stay with you, favourite stage of them all. Uh, anyone you're quickest on is obviously favourite <laughs> <stage>. <laughs> You were in quick on all of them, were you? Uh, not enough of them. Not enough of them. No, you've done a few years now. Uh, Rory, favourite stage for you? Everstage Ocean for me is probably not one of the of the classic stages, yeah. but it's the Gary Gord stage, which runs pretty much from, well, it's, tr- it's a wee bit different this year, Melton down to Rye Bridge and from Rye Bridge to Kerry Keel. And for pound, pound for pound, kilometre for kilometre, mile for mile, for me it's the best stage Why? in the rally. It's just the challenge of the road and the corner, it's such a high speed stage and all the corners are <coughs> me- medium speed as opposed to slow speed or high speed. Mm. And it's all about carrying speed and keeping the momentum throughout the stage. And it's just a fantastic challenge for any driver. Yeah. You've won in a couple of cars, different cars as well. So you have, what's what's the favourite? Uh, well, uh, I've been out of that long, Ocean, but uh. quite a few cars from, from the Avenger that James and I started out and the current R5 uh, Fiesta that we're on now. But without a doubt, anyway, for me, the, my favourite car was the BMW M3. We didn't manage to win the rally in that, but we were second in it in 1990, I think. But for me, that was the favourite. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, you're flat out wrecking, I think, this weekend, are you? Yeah. So I'll go. Well, we've two days done there now. Yeah. So another day to do during the week, guys. So, as Gary said, we do, we've done all the regular traditional stages up this way yesterday. And we're down in Ballyshannon and Donegal Town today and working on them. Okay. Listen, delighted you could join us uh, today. Uh, good to talk to you, James and Rory. And the very best of luck next week. Could I just say, Ocean, before yeah. we finish, um, Fair play to Ronan, Ronan uh, Elferty, and putting the show together tonight. 
It's great that we have David Bowie, Eugene Donnelly, Gary, James, myself, John, uh, Mark Elkhorn, everybody here today, you know, to support this. And uh, it's a very worthy cause. And I think everybody should get behind the community child care and put whatever, offer whatever assistance we can to such a worthy cause. Okay, Rory, well said. Thank you very much. Rory Kennedy and James Cullen, former winners. Uh, just like to mention a few people that have joined us in the audience tonight and they've, they've taken their cars with them today as well. Young Sammy Gorman, who won the, uh, the Mayo Autocross today. So uh, congratulations to, to Young Gorman. Well done. Give him a round of applause. Uh, Reese McElhenney, who was also a winner recently in the Autocross, has joined us. And another of the future stars, Cade Gilchrist, is here uh, tonight as well. He has many outside. So they are names that you will probably become very familiar with uh, in, in the future when it comes to, to rallying and, and Donegal. Okay, uh, up next, I'm going to ask for a TikTok sensation to join us. Jason McCannon, is he here, is he? Yeah, where are you, Jason? Come on, Jason. Up you come. Still to come, we've got Eugene John Donnelly and uh, John O'Donnell is going to be joining us. Take one of the mic. Jason, good to see you. How are we? I'm very, very good. That car of yours was looking very well outside <laughs> this yeah. afternoon there. Fair bit to Bernard. Last minute as usual, but uh, yeah, no looks to part, so. Yeah, right. Let's get the big question out of the road. How many followers do you have on TikTok? <laughs> I think this man can tell you. I don't know. How many uh, does he have? Do you know? I think it's 3.3 million. Oh, no, you're well off. Eh? Huh? If only. That's maybe the bank account. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> if you, no, if you, no, if no, you no, got no. a euro for every follower, hi, you'd I be doing all right. Uh, yeah, 190 or so. Right, no, very yeah, good. Nice. No, very nice. good. Did you think it would explode like that? No, so definitely not. I suppose we started at the time more for business. It was a good way of getting exposure and stuff, and, uh, and it, 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 it snowballed at an order, to be honest, which it wasn't never the plan initially. So, yeah, with the last two years, it'd be mad, and obviously, we're sitting here today doing the, the Dream Rally, so it's, it's mad the journey that has come, you know. This is going to be your first time to do the Dream Rally, is that Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. It is, uh, I think I missed it once since I was three years old, like so. Right. This is just, it's a mecca, you know. Yeah. So this is your first year competing? Yeah, first year, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. So. Uh, and see, the last couple of years that you were here, mm -hmm. were you doing all the TikTok social media stuff? Were yeah. you hashtagging Donegal <laughs> Rally and doing all that sort of thing? Trying to, yeah. I suppose, like, Irish rallying is best, well, for me anyway, personally, it's the best rallying in the world, so mm. if I can try and promote it, I'll always do that, but, you know, if the... To be standing on the ditches for so long and to actually be behind the wheel, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's even doing the recce today, it's unbelievable. Yeah. What does it take for a young man like you? It's your brother that's sitting on with you, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, he's yeah. here too, he's down in the corner there. Yeah, uh, what does it take for, for young guys like you that are doing Donegal now for the first time? Because obviously there is this huge excitement, it's like Christmas Day for you boys, if you're under rally and you're coming to do Donegal, but there's an almighty serious amount of work has to be done as well, Jason. Uh, this is it. Like, you know, I suppose the biggest rally we've ever done is the likes of Cav and Amon and single stage rallies, you know, but the likes of this is a different level with the recce and everything that's involved. But uh, no, so even in the recce in, in itself was so surreal. You're going by corners that you've seen, you've been standing off for years and it's uh, to be writing notes to it is, you know, it is it's totally surreal. It's a dream coming true. And uh, I suppose when we get the helmet on, it'll probably become real. But at the minute, it still doesn't feel real. So, yeah. uh, What stages did you reckon today? We've done the over? last two days. We've done, we got them all done. Right. Yeah, we got the most. Of Good we start. The whole lot done yeah, in two days. Rory Kennedy will be impressed with you. I <laughs> 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 oh, will leave the last run there for next week. Next right. week but yeah. Okay. What was standing out for you? What What are you look, really looking forward to? Uh, I think uh, I was expecting Knock Island likes of that, which are obviously unbelievable. I think Glenn for me is just one. Um, driving that in the van is exciting. I think driving that in a rally car is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. So that's right. uh, looking forward to that one. Oh, good stuff. And obviously, who's running the car for you? C-Sport, uh, based yeah. in Boba. Yeah, okay. But yeah. the funny thing is, I think 90% of the sponsors on board are all Donegal-based, so <laughs> it's great to get them exposure, you know, so yeah. that's what it's all about. So how are you going to juggle this TikToking and driving a rally car next week? Uh, there'll be no TikToking. Oh, <laughs> well, you have to do something at the end of the day. Uh, you'll be, be doing pre-stuff, you'll yes, be doing end stuff. Because well, we, we can't, we'll can't have the main man on TikTok <laughs> and Donegal and him not TikToking. No. Is that what they call it, TikToking, is it? Tick yeah. I think yeah, so. TikTok. <laughs> I was cold worse, so don't <laughs> <we>? <laughs> yeah. I know, we get the content together and uh, end of every day if we can, we'll try and update it. I suppose behind the scenes is the big thing. I think people seem to, well, the views suggest that people seem to enjoy it, so yeah. we'll, we'll try and keep, keep it that. That's what we look forward to. Have a really, really super week in Donegal, Jason. Perfect. Okay, Thanks enjoy your first run. Perfect. Thanks, Give me a round of applause. Uh, okay, the final duo that we're going to call up is... Uh, a man who has won on several occasions, three to be in fact, Eugene Donnelly. And uh, the man we're going to put alongside him, uh, I'm trying to think what year it was. He was actually the top Donegal driver. 
How many in field with the top Donegal crew? John O'Donnell's going to join us. One up two, John. Councillor John O'Donnell. And Eugene Donnelly. Five-time tarmac champion. Is that right, Eugene? Yeah. Well, according to Michael, it's only four. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the microphones there. Gentlemen, have you enjoyed your evening so far? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's nice to come out and good weather. Very hot in here, mind you, but... Um, yeah, it's nice to come out and support um, the cause like this here. It's sad that this, uh, sad that this is why we're here is for this cause. But um, yeah, no, good evening, good evening. Yeah. Do you still get the outlets for a rally car, do you? Of course I do, for fuck's sake. Like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this has been recorded for a podcast, you know. We can't, oh, sorry. We'll have to beep that out. <laughs> yeah, beep. But um, of course you do. It's in your blood. It's never going away. Um, I'd say when I'm on my deathbed, I'll want to be putting my right foot on the throttle and you know, that adrenaline rush, uh, you know, it's like a drug. It's always been there. It's been from when I was a child, and I can't see it ever going away, you know. So. Yeah. I remember you and your brother, Charlie, in 04, at the end of the last stage in Donegal on, on, on the Sunday. It was fantastic scene, so was Eugene. Memories for life. Absolutely. Well, that's exactly what you say. It's a memory for life. And we've been very fortunate to have fantastic success, and especially here in Donegal. I think the one at the first time... Obviously, the big controversial one with, with Andrew Nesbitt in 2004, where we crashed in and tried to kill him. And then after <laughs> that, to win it in 2005, straight up with no incidents, uh, to win it twice in a row, was, we couldn't believe it. Like, as a team and as a family, it was, just, it was one of those surreal moments. And uh, I think that's why I jumped on my brother and nearly broke his back at the end of Atlantic Drive that day. But of course, it'll stay with me forever, you know. Yeah, you won in 08. You won it three times. Do you think there was more there? There was possibly more that you could have won, Eugene? You came close a few times. Uh, look, you know, the main competitor for me was Andrew Nesbitt, and yeah. I never beat him. So that's as simple yeah. as that, and I'm not afraid to say that. When you came here, he was the man. Um, came close a couple of times. But I don't really think so. You know, I had the best of it them eight or nine years that I rallied 2003 till. Oh, nine, I think. Um, you know, I had the best of it. Um, would there have been much more after that there? Well, the head kept saying there was, but I think the talent was starting to get uh, overshadowed by the age and obviously by the technology as well. It moved on and it was starting to get, to my point, it was getting expensive that I couldn't afford the, the car that it was needed to win the rally. So, um, you know, those things combined. Um, I'm happy with my lot and uh, I don't think I could have won anything after that, anyway, yeah. you know. Um, your favourite car in Donegal? I think you're going to say the Corolla. Ah, well, it I have to, to be. because, uh, yeah. Sure, you had a few cars before that, but the uh, Corolla is the one that... The Corolla, obviously, you know, we had the most success with. Um, but, like, that S12B, that, or the S12 Subaru that I had, that was just an animal. Like, that would bite the hand off you. And I remember sitting in it at the start of every start line in Donegal, and I didn't have a great rally that year in 2007 when I did it in that car, but... Just, you know, sitting on the line and when the clock went to zero, you know, lifting your foot off the brake and the thing lighting up the road. Like yeah. <laughs> there's nothing to beat it, you know. Yeah. You just put your your <laughs> private parts into your stomach just like that there. You know, it was a great car from the power point of view. The Corolla was more of a, uh, you know, like, it was more like sitting in the armchair, you know, having worked for you well. But that old Subaru, she really bit you. Gary would know all about it and mastered driving it really well. Um, and, and they're just an animal of a car, you know. Yeah. All WRC machine we were talking about there. You and John were having a good chat outside about the R5s. So you are, uh, Eugene, very much swaying towards the WRC. What is it annoying you about these R5s? Eugene? Oh, well, I've drove quite a few of them, and I'm sure anybody that's drove world cars or even Group A cars, there's no torque in them. You know, you yeah. get in and you drive up the road, and it's the technology now has left the cars to stop a lot better, the ground corners a lot better. The tyre technology has moved on massively. The, the world car and Group A cars had a bag of torque in them, and when you changed gear, you felt yourself being pushed in the seat. And, and certain times and certain circumstances when you got out of control, the torque helped you to get back in control again. And the few cars that I have drove, I've found them just, you know, there's no buzz in them. You have to be on the edge all the time with them, but there's no snap out of the junction. And maybe the current drivers could tell me differently that I wasn't driving it fast enough, but <laughs> that was just my opinion. And, and even when I look at uh, you know, some of the footage, you look at our five cars, even in European championships or world championships, and you look back at the old footage of Group A cars and world cars, and them coming sideways all the time, and the bang and the crack of the anti-lag, and just the spectacle of the old cars is fantastic. You know? 
John, you drove a WRC Subaru. What year was that? Did you finish the top Donegal crew yourself and Aiden? Yeah. You were fourth <laughs> overall. Uh, twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. 2013, so ten, no, we, we ten ended years up ago. Sixth overall, we were lying fourth with a puncher in Knock Allen. No point claiming fourth when we were. Ah well, she <laughs> claimed to fame you were the top Donegal crew that, that that year, ten years ago. You drove a WRC car. You're driving an R5 next next weekend. How do you compare the two of them? No, look, I think uh, what Eugene's saying is one hundred percent right. But uh, I suppose. Driving an R5 now, you, you need to. There's a whole different style of driving with it. Um, you can get into an S12 Subaru, and you can go wild hard, even by just hiring it in a one-day rally. But in an R5, and I've learned that now. I'm in my third. This will be my third event in the car. It's all about carrying the speed. It's all about uh, going around corners with at the speed that you can't imagine the car can go around, getting the tire right. And as well as that, I think that um, Barrett's a hairpin and Barrett's a square. You're not below third gear in these cars and. There's far better drivers there than me that'll agree with me. Like you just don't, you don't go below third gear unless you're coming to turn an actual tight corner and getting that into your heads takes a lot of getting into the head. But I'm getting there and I'm I'm enjoying it now. So please God, we keep it on the road. Yeah, well, <laughs> you've gone through several different cars. You drove an Escort as well, so you have in, in, in your time, John. It's hard to go from the two wheel rear wheel drive Escort, does it, and that sort of thinking into to an R5. It is I and uh, look, anybody that's driven R5, that's driven Escort, it's a whole different style of driving. And in Escort, you're doing a lot more work, you're changing a lot more gears. In R5, it's getting your head into a rhythm and getting more comfortable in the car and you're far more relaxed. And the less gear changing you're doing, the more time you have to actually think about things more, negotiate corners better and stuff like that. And that's, that's what it's all about. That's where you get your time and your speed. And look, it's all improving for me. This is the first time that I've ever had a car for three rally, two rallies before it four days rallying before the rally. This rally starts normally by jumping onto a hired car and you don't know what you're getting and the person you're hiring off, they're busy trying to get other cars ready. But no, we're, we're looking forward to it. Look, we're not going to be anywhere near the boys at the top of the field, but there's one thing I've learned hard road myself, none of all to finish this rally. So we're getting to the end, so does. You've a lovely BM, M3 as well, uh, sitting down outside, um, just came out of Germany. So obviously you're going to have a bite at maybe doing an odd historic one too, are you at some stage along the way? Well, uh, was f I had full intentions to do that, and yeah. I bought the car for to do that, but actually when you get the car and you see how good it is, like Matt's the guy in Germany that builds in there, they're just unbelievable, and you know, sometimes a thing can be too good nearly to go rallying, you think, in your head, but look, I would say now, in fairness... I'll say give it to Eugene, he'll take it for you. No problem. <laughs> <Huh>? You really <laughs> don't want to take it out, Eugene will take it. <laughs> for you, so... I would say now, you know yourself, after this rally's over, we'll be heading out over Yarton some evening or take the cobwebs off her, and that'll be then. We'll be heading for Malls Gap in November, no doubt, I would say. Good stuff. We look forward to it. Listen, Eugene, uh, apart from the big celebration on the Sunday night, what does it did you most enjoy about Donegal? Uh, the big celebration Sunday night that usually uh, went on for the following week. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's the whole atmosphere and the build-up, which is, I've all spoke about, and every driver here has said the same thing. You know, the whole build-up to this rally, it's like it really starts in January or February. Everybody starts talking about Donegal. And it doesn't matter where you're at the front of the field or the last car starting a rally. It's the same build-up. It's the same atmosphere. It's the whole gear. And, and, you know, whatever it is about June and Donegal, you know, as you said, or somebody has said it, it's, it's Christmas and Donegal in June. It's, it's just that atmosphere. And the years that we were competing at it, you know, ex extremely serious, we always took time out to enjoy it, and we always took time out to enjoy the, the views, the pubs, the grub, the crack, the parties. We did that, like, and uh, that's where it's very different from any other rally in the country. And uh, you go to Killarney, Killarney is a special, you know, a special attribute as well, but it's not Donegal, like, and all the rest of them are good rallies, but it's not Donegal. Does Donegal still hold that same value and merit, top of the tree? Absolutely, like, absolutely, yeah. and I don't think there's a driver has ever competed on the rally would tell you different. Um, it's just uh, all those things that you've been talking about and the things that I've just said, yeah. it just makes it this special event. I mean, I think James Cullen made a, a comment back there in some interview that it's not only the atmosphere and the bit of crack, but it's the banter and the scandal that goes on around the drivers and the scandal that goes on in the background and the, the stirring of the pot. That all happens here, and it doesn't really happen so much in many other rallies. You yeah. know? Were you big into the mind games, were you, when it came to the Sunday? Not really, no. Yeah. Nesbitt was great at that day. Uh, and there was a few other drivers very good at it as well, but um, not really. Paul was the man for that day. I just yeah. let him get on with it, and I would get on with me driving. He would sit into the car and tell me what was going on, you know, and the crack. and uh, There's plenty of stories goes about about 
pissing up again doors and one thing and other competitors' cars. So there was always a bit of crack at it, you know. But um, not really. I didn't bother with the main games too badly, you know. There's talk maybe next week with us heat. We could be hitting thirty degrees come Friday. Uh, how's that going to affect the road conditions? Because there was an event in Sligo recently, in recent years, that was called off off due to the heat. Um, how do the crews go about managing their tyres and that sort of thing, Eugene? Well, again, I remember years ago in the G3, I did the rally, and there was temperatures of in the late 20s, and we were putting a set of rear tyres on the back of it every stage. And we shouldn't have been. It was illegal to do it at the time, but I'm not afraid to say it. Because we couldn't, you know, we we're going to have punctures left, right, and centre. Um, it's going to be down to the tyre people. You know, Pirelli and Mitchell are going to be here. Cooper are going to be here. It'll be down to them to carry the stock of tyres that are going to be required for the rally. So they'll do their homework before the rally starts. They'll see, they'll do their homework on the weather, and hopefully they'll be fit to supply all the cars, but certainly the top guys, the, the, the correct rubber to yeah. put up with It's the, all down the to cuts and different things then after that and how they manage what, what they've been given to them. No, I don't it? think they get too much into yeah, the cuts. Callum and the boys could tell you now, I don't think uh, they want to be cutting too much at their tyres yeah. these days. But um, you know, as I said earlier, technology has come a long, long way, yeah. so the tyre guys will be on their, on their ball here for this. Yeah. John, your favourite stage in Donegal? Oh, Obviously, there's a couple <laughs> close to home, so there is. Yeah, uh, there, there is indeed. Uh, unfortunately, I suppose my favourite stage, anybody that knows me well knows, is Skyarton. Um, had a good cut through it in 2013 in the Subaru. Uh, and I would have to say now, in this rally, my favourite stage is definitely like Rory Kennedy, Gary Gart. It's some stage. And look, I know Gary Gart, I know the area, but at the end of the day, you only know a stage so well. I'm not driving that road every day of the week, but it is some stage, and there's a lot to give. And I think if you can get get the right flow over Gary Gort, Gary Gort, you put on a good time, and it's yeah. the same as Garton, like, uh, back in 13, I was only 0 0.2 off Sam in it, like, and I was in an 8, and he was in a 12, so, you know, it's not bad, and it just shows that if you have the right machinery and you're on the right stage, but it also tells you you're not going hard enough on other stages, because you should be doing that in every stage. <laughs> yeah. There's one not too far from you, Karen Hills, three times on the Saturday. It is, I, but oh, no, Karen Hills, really? I'll tell you the truth. You had a couple of... <laughs> Uh, Karen Hull has been cruel to me, um, I suppose, one first in 2009, it broke a half shaft, and in uh, 2011, 2010, 2011, 2010, down Mullaheep, uh, I think a few navigators now have it marked that it's, uh, it's a three left or a four left at John's Corner, you know, so down, down near the <laughs> Abbott Is that the there, one where you so weren't listening to your navigator? <laughs> that's the one where, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one where me and the navigator, I think, uh, stopped listening maybe about two miles up the road uh. and thought I knew it better than everybody in the place. But no, look, uh, and then I suppose in uh, uh, the last year it was it was cancelled. It wasn't run because Damien was unfortunate and went off, so I didn't get a run through it, you know. So looking forward to this year. Hopefully, please God, we get to the Saturday and get a good run through it, as I say. Knowing a stage is one thing, it's an advantage, but it also is a disadvantage. So it's worked both ways for me. Garton's been good to me. Karen Hull's been bad to me. Yeah. So, What was the stage that was good to you, Eugene? Um, well, Garton was never ran all the rallies that I've done, uh, but it's the last stage that I've done in Donegal that I got a decent time in in 2018, I think it was. I think we might have been third fastest on it that year. Um, great technical stage and it has its own, uh, it kind of has its own terrain that's a wee bit different than all the other stages in, in the county. But Glen, um, and it wasn't that Glen was my best stage, but it always was a challenge and I loved it. I just loved it because of the, you know, the two different parts to it. Like, and uh, I tried really, really hard to master that there, but <laughs> but always got me on it. But nevertheless, it was a brilliant stage. Always, it always stuck out in my mind. Uh, you know. Gary, if I'm thinking, was Port Lake. What about Port Lake? Yeah, Port Lake. <laughs> is that 04 in Port Lake, Roy? Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say that was my favourite stage, but I did the most uh, door bashing on that ah, stage. So right. Well, that's what, nearly 20 years on, can you maybe tell, for those that are in the audience and the people that's going to be watching this podcast that don't know actually what went on on that occasion in the um, third week in June in 2004? Well, look, you know, it's it's the shortened version is we started the rally and led it after the first day, and along came Andrew on the second day, and absolutely wiped us on the second part of the Saturday stages. He was probably a minute and twenty or something got ahead of us starting the third day, and I think Port Lake was the second stage after Glen. Uh, we rocked up; we weren't really in a race. Nobody really behind us to catch us, and we couldn't catch him in front. And about four or five corners in uh, to Port Lake, I arrived on the scene and the Subaru was sitting blocking the road, uh, 90 degrees. Um, obviously, he'd spun out somewhere and tried to turn the car, but couldn't get it turned. And when I arrived, I couldn't really get stopped. 
So I, I maneuvered the car well enough to when he hit him on the door pillar of the passenger's door, uh, which would have been James, James's door, the navigator. Uh, so the story was after that day that I tried to kill James with the front of the Corolla. But <laughs> he, I knew he was trying to still maneuver the car back and forward to get it off the road. And uh, there's lots of You're just helping him along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that far. But um, there came a gap when he moved the car and I got through and away. Now, I know if I had been him, I'd have done the exact same yeah. thing. I'd have been trying to stop the rally or howl the rally up till I got turned and stayed in front of me. Because if he had stayed in front of me and got off the stage... He, you know, he would only drop 30 seconds to me, so he still would have been leading the rally. Now, maybe some of the guys behind us would have passed the two of us time-wise, you know. But uh, I got through, got to the end of the stage, and God love Matt Doherty. Um, he was the COC for the rally, and I have to say, um, if you all know Matt, Matt was a very canny sort of a character. and We were in a flap town to explain what happened, and, you know, very quickly he put me to cam uh, with a few adjectives that I can't say uh, out loud, but... Um, <laughs> In other words, stay in your effing car, shut your mouth and get the service. That was it. Like. <laughs> but it just, shows, yeah, it just shows you, and when you've got these young guys on here but talking about Donegal and a long event that it is, anything can happen on a Sunday. Absolutely. So, as Josh Moffat even found out last year, like, yeah, like yeah, well, Matt's going off an Atlantic drive. Yeah. This thing ain't, ain't over to the, to the very last day. Manus, God rest him. Sure, that 2016 in Fanage, you will never, never forget it. The man was in the door handles, Hum and Donald, the whole way around. And to snatch it by just the bare minimum, having been what nine seconds down, wasn't it going under the uh, nine down? Well, going because so as the like famous saying is, uh, to win a rally by one second or a minute, it doesn't matter. You won. Nobody really remembers the gap. Like yeah. it's the one is the one. You know, that's the one. Okay. Uh, so then you're looking forward to next weekend, Eugene. What are you going to be doing? Um, I'll come down to the rally, maybe yeah. supporting or helping a, a driver out. I don't know yet. I'll see what the story is, but I'll be about the rally somewhere. Yeah. Right. Do you need any help, John? Are you available? If oh, listen, hey, if he wants to drive her for a few <laughs> stages, he's more than welcome. <laughs> you better be very careful, John. <laughs> you don't understand the rally bug's still there. They'll be saying, what, come over at Arnold? The snails are not eating the tires off her. <laughs> <laughs> well listen we'll be talking to both of you guys next week thanks for joining us today and, uh, and for playing your part in this evening thanks John and, and no you should give a big round of applause thank you so there you go that is it from our uh, pre-Donegal international uh, event uh, we thank everybody for once again coming here uh, this evening to, to join us and uh, well done to Ronan and to all his team who put this event together and for our guests who joined us uh, here tonight. And if you want more details on, once again, the cause behind this uh, rallying and aid of the, uh, the Community Child Care Centre, you can go to the Ron Hill Rallying Facebook page. All the details are there. And enjoy your rally week in Donegal. We look forward to it. Good evening.